What will it take to make you feel seen and heard, and in a sophisticated manner? Welcome to Polish Your Persona, a podcast for inner entrepreneurs who want to define and refine their reputations. This season is all about the art of dressing. I'm Janica Lemaitre, and I have my own consulting firm specializing in modern business etiquette, personal brand building, and reputation self-management. I'm a consultant, certified coach, as well as a speaker. I help people just like you get noticed. This season, I join forces with Maria Di Lorenzo, who owns her own business as a personal stylist. With her spiritual and psychological approach to wardrobing, Maria and I together will share our wisdom and love for how to dress on point for your professional brand. Welcome back to the second season of Polish Your Persona. Today's topic is why invest in a personal stylist, which Maria and I decided would be the perfect way to round out all of these eight episodes that we have for season two. Maria, welcome back. Thank you. It's always good to be back with you. And of course, happy to talk about personal styling and the magic that I think all that is. Of course, it's been such a great experience doing these podcasts with you, learning from your perspective what it is and what it takes to polish your persona even further just through the spiritual and psychological side of self-presentation. And why not talk about why you should invest in a stylist? I, this is such an interesting topic to me. I feel like everybody else should learn about it too. Mm, well, that makes my heart happy, of course. And it has been really interesting to be able to unpack all of these themes with you over the course of these several episodes, many episodes this season, um, and getting to a place now where we can talk about why is it important? Why do we think it's valuable to consider a personal stylist as you're building and growing and developing your personal, your, your brand, polishing that persona, as you so eloquently say, and mm. giving yourself the advantage of, you know, letting personal style be part of the equation. You always remember someone who has great style. Yes. I know I do. Yes. And advancing your agenda is certainly something to think about when you're looking to really add more of that shine to your persona. You want to stand out. Style is one of those ways you can do that. Of course, there are many others, but style specifically is just one of those ways. I do look at personal stylists and wardrobe consultants as being much like a secret weapon for those who are out there in the world. They present themselves a certain way and you think, wow, they have great style. Little did you know, there was someone in the background who chose all of those outfits and explained what it is that they would, what type of influence and feeling and persona that they would put out there when they wore that. I can think of 
you know, an easy one is celebrities, of course, but so many people that you may not realize work with a personal stylist for different reasons of their own. And it could be that they're really busy, uh, but they, they have an idea or they know it's important to them to present themselves and show up with feeling absolute confidence in a way that someone had a second set of eyes in helping them present themselves that way. Mm. I think you've brought up an important part of the access question around personal stylist. And I would just, uh, you know, quickly insert that into the conversation too, that I think a lot of people immediately assume it's, uh, it requires a certain level of wealth or uh, prestige, or like you said, mm. perhaps, you know, like a Hollywood elite. And yes, there are stylists that are working at that level and are quite successful and are helping them market their brand, right? Like that's another aspect of, of this, of this conversation we've talked about many times, but it also, I just want to reinforce that there are stylists that work with people on so many different levels, not just um, from a style perspective, but from the socioeconomic perspective to um, allowing people to really engage, you know, in the, in the space where they're the most comfortable. And I think for anyone who has been listening to your podcast and is really looking to sort of up-level their own personal brand, this is one of the places where I feel like style can be the differentiator. And so uh -huh. if you're, if you're willing to invest, I, I think that's part of this conversation that I do think it's a way to get a little bit of an edge on people. And I think if you have the ability and the resources to do so, and we'll talk a little bit about how this works, but this is a place where I hope people feel like they have access to connect with a stylist or a wardrobe consultant like myself and finding a, you know, a useful resource. Yes, and we're going to help you learn how to reach out to Maria just in case you'd like to further discuss styling and wardrobe curating with her. She truly is an expert, which I'm so blessed and glad that you could be on this episode with me for. So when you are looking for a personal stylist, I think it's really important to do your research and I'd love for you to elaborate on that, Maria. Do you have anything you want to add there? Yeah, I think do your research is a big one because again, it's, it's as I just mentioned that each personal stylist and wardrobe consultant has their own lane. They're going to have their own expertise. They're going to have their own um, style aesthetic. They're going to have their own body type and shape and preferences. And, you know, mm. I think it's important, like any service provider you would look into to help support your lifestyle, whether it's your medical health professional, the dentist, the HVAC company that supports your unit in your home. Like you take the time to look into those various providers to understand who they are and what they're about and how they might best help you. So to me, it makes just as much sense to do your research around a personal stylist and understand from, you know, from your perspective, could they be a good support? Fantastic. I like how you use the term service provider, because really it is a service that you are seeking. You're perhaps going, you think about when you do look for someone to do work at your home, you're most likely go, going to go by a referral. 
someone who's experienced their service already, someone where you can see the results that they've already obtained. So when it comes to a personal stylist, do you feel like most of yours are through referrals? Is that where you find them? Yeah, that's a great question. And I would say yes. And that to me feels like the most impactful and meaningful way to obtain new business. Because if my new client has come from someone who's had a successful experience with me, that that's like everything, right? Mm -hmm. Being able to say that you have this ambassador out there in the world for you that is speaking your praises and is reinforcing the kind of work that you do so much so that they're telling their trusted friends, family, colleagues about you, then that to me feels like you hit the lottery from a service provider perspective. So yes, I would say the majority of people come to me via referral. Um, there are definitely the cold call type of people who have just sort of done a Google search or um, tried to find me from any number of other resources uh, and will just find my website and send me a message from there. Um, and I respond to those just as quickly as I would someone I know. So, right. you know, it's being able to, the part of the do your research for me is about using all of your resources, whether that's seeking them out on LinkedIn and utilizing the resources and the networks and the communities that you have there and finding people from that perspective to, to a cold Google search to see where, you know, who lands when you put in Boston personal stylist. I hope I come up there pretty high. (laughs) Right. Yes. (laughs) You, and I I like that you say you want to make sure they're complementary to your style or you like their style. You don't want someone who styles with a rock and roll chic if your style is more new england sort of uh uh, relaxed (laughs) that's absolutely different ends of the spectrum and that's the great thing you know i have people ask me a lot about i have a lot of friends that are stylists and i will often if in a new client consult discover that maybe I'm not the best fit for them for any number of reasons. That's the beauty of having the network to be able to refer. Well, I know these other types of stylists who have a different sort of approach or a different aesthetic that maybe you'll jive with better. And I mean, there's, that's the beauty of this in the doing your research part that there's an open market here. You have the option to put your money and your time and your resources where it makes the most sense for you. Mm. So do your research, try to find people that really, you know, mirror and match what you're looking for. Wonderful answer. I will say it's also important. And I know you touched on this a little bit earlier to determine your budget and allocate one. Because if you find that, and I feel this myself, I really dislike going shopping. It's one thing that I don't mind spending money to have someone else help me with that. Especially if you look as a, if you're a stylist, you're locating pieces that I wouldn't necessarily look at, but because you understand a bit more about the presentation side for different uh, jobs, uh, different careers, different uh, lifestyles, you've seen much of it, you understand how to put it together. And someone like myself wouldn't necessarily piece this together for myself. I, I think that knowing your budget and being okay with talking that out with the personal stylist and saying, I'm prepared to spend X amount of dollars. Is this in your realm? And then you help me figure out what may be more realistic or if it is realistic 
and perhaps refer me to someone else, which you just said might be in your network. I think that's a really important one. Also thinking about what you want to accomplish. So you don't just want to reach out to someone like Maria and say, I need a stylist and not really know what you, why, <laughs> but really saying, okay, I need a stylist, but not just that. These are my career aspirations or these are my personal aspirations. I am a stay-at-home mom. I am now transitioning out of the workforce and I need to look fabulous, whether it's at the playground or traveling or what have you. Or perhaps you are that career go-getter where you're at a specific, uh, you're in a specific role and you're saying, well, I want to network more. I want to get out there more. I want to join I want to join certain community groups. I want to get put myself out there. How do I get noticed? And then that's when I would say it's the right time to reach out to a stylist. And even something like transitioning from career to retirement too. I know you and I spoke about this a while back, but when you're transitioning from career to career or from career to retirement, that's a great time to speak with a stylist. Would mm. you like to sh uh, provide color, as they may say in the <laughs> world? <laughs> yeah, I think these are two really important points you're bringing up around money and goals. Um, the first thing I'll say in regards to your money and the budgeting component is to be as transparent as possible about what is reasonable and what is unreasonable. Mm. And I, I really, I, I don't make my fee a secret. <laughs> I try, I put it out there very explicitly to help people understand um, I'm paid by the hour. And part of our consult is to have a conversation about the estimated amount of time it might take to accomplish the goals that you have laid out. Mm. So that's why the, the thinking about what you want to accomplish and what your goals are, they go hand in hand with the budget because what your, um, kind of the, what the perspective or the scope is of the project that you have in mind, it will take a certain amount of time to accomplish that. And we have to be really honest and fair about what that looks like to truly fulfill that goal and to accomplish that goal. So it, it's a hand in hand conversation for me. And I, I think part of the thing about personal styling is that it often takes more time than people initially think. Mm. And uh, I don't know if that's a good or bad thing. It's just the reality of when you really dig into style and really get into wardrobe consulting and really start to unpack some of the, the psychological and the spiritual components of the work that I do, it's not a quick one hour appointment. You know, you're not going to sort of dig into all these aspects of what you really want out of your styling, you know, the, the relationship that we're having in styling, it takes some time. And I be, I am very honest and fair. I think about how much time I think it will take to accomplish the goals that you set out. So that's why it's super important to come to the table with something in mind so that we can unpack that. We can start to really talk realistically about are those goals that we can accomplish together? Does it require the services of another service provider um, that maybe is a complementary service provider, um, somewhat like Jan and I might do together, right? So yeah. there's lots of places where, <laughs> right, that might grow into a deeper level of the way we want to support your goal. And so yeah. that's why it's so valuable for you to have done not just your research, but to spend some time 
thinking about what you want out of this experience. And there's a whole interview process that happens too, isn't there, Maria? So just thinking about not only are you interviewing the personal stylist, but they're also interviewing you because many personal stylists understand that this is a, and we're going to get into these three key takeaways a little later, but I'm just going to touch on it ever so slightly right now. When, it, when a stylist is interviewing you and you are interviewing them, it's really figuring out, will you get along with each other? Does this relationship make sense? Are you building a rapport that is complementary to each other? Because the stylist may say, again, it, it's not really my forte, but I could recommend you to someone else. That is important that you show up, use great etiquette, you, you understand what it takes to build a, a rapport with someone especially in an interview phase and not just thinking that it's about you yeah. it is about the other person as well and here's one that I'd like to leave off with before we dive into our three key takeaways uh, there is etiquette and I'm not sure if you know this if you're listening when you're meeting someone's stylist in public and you know that they're their stylist the etiquette is do not make it known that they're their stylist because some people, unless that person introduces them who has been styled by that personal stylist and they're comfortable introducing the stylist and saying, this is my personal stylist. They dressed me. This is why I look fab fabulous. It's because of them. There are actually quite a few people that I know that have personal stylists and they do not like others to know that they've needed help in the process. And so it is great etiquette not to, not to say anything too much in public about that until the person that has been styled initiates the conversation. Mm. How do you feel about that? Is that? Does that make sense to you, Maria? It does make sense to me because I think like anything, you want people to obtain their own ownership over that relationship. And so the permission sits with them about how they mm -hmm. want to communicate this relationship to other people. And obviously, you know, we talked about referral. That's one way they're communicating the relationship exists. But when you're in public and that stylist may be with you, I, I'm trying to think of a circumstance where that might be happening. But if I'm with a client and the client chooses not to disclose how we know each other in that regard. We can be just friends or acquaintances, business acquaintances, whatever. I'm always taking my cue from that client about how they want to, you know, disclose the relationship. And I think that goes with any number of ways that we are, you know, if we're at a dinner party or, or in communication or in community with other people, that we're allowing people to share what they are most comfortable with sharing about themselves. And mm. the stylist relationship, as we've talked about in previous episodes, it's an intimate one. You, you know, this person is in your home with you, typically in your bedroom, in your closet, you know, it, there's an intimacy there that uh, not everyone may be comfortable with sharing about. And I have no problem with that on any level, but you really have to recognize that anyone that decides to hire a stylist, they've done it for their own personal reasons and it's reasons that they may or may not share with you. So, you know, you get to decide as the client, you get to decide how you want to communicate that. 
Well said. So let's go into our three key takeaways. Would you like to take it away with the first? Yeah, and this is sort of a general philosophy that uh, I like to to really make sure that anybody that works with me, and I would encourage anyone as you're doing your research about personal styling, that remember that the stylist is there to help bring out and evoke a better version of you, not necessarily to mimic or copy what the stylist looks like or how they're presenting themselves. Mm. So you have the opportunity to find a stylist who, yes, might Again, we talked about like jiving with your style or that might, you know, you be, you find inspiration in the stylist style. That's terrific. And, you know, firsthand experience would say that I I garner a lot of satisfaction from that because it's something that comes naturally when you have those interests in common. But remember that the stylist is there not about enhancing their own styling agenda. It's about helping you become the best version of you through the wardrobe choice experience. And so the more you feel connected to that type of philosophy, I think the more successful the relationship will be. All right, on to takeaway number two, establishing a trusted rapport with your personal stylist is something to consider much like any other service provider where you need to build trust. And that could look like someone who is your financial advisor or wealth manager. They could be your jeweler. They could be your doctor or dentist or lawyer. But building a trusted inner circle of people that you absolutely rely on to help you Put your best foot forward in whatever aspect it is in your life. Think of a personal stylist and wardrobe wardrobe curator like Maria as someone who you want to bring into that circle. Yeah, we talked about this. Like you have your list of people, right? Your go-to people that support you on any number of levels, as you just mentioned. What would it feel like? to make a personal stylist be on that list. And mm-hmm. I think some people might kind of laugh that off or you know, just sort of look at it like it's a frivolous or a secondary level of support or uh, service. But I'm really, I think we're trying to challenge you to think about what would it feel like to let your personal style, your wardrobe choice, and the way that you present yourself be just as important as your financial health or your physical health or your, you know, all the various ways that you connect with other service providers to maintain that level of health and wellness. What would it look like and how would it feel? And having a trusted relationship with someone like you might do with your doctor or your lawyer I'm not trying to equate my work with that level of (laughs) value in society, but I am saying that there's an important relationship that is established when you have that trusted rapport with, with someone like a stylist. I I 100% agree with that. And take away number three, the final takeaway for this entire season A personal stylist is someone you want to build not only a trusted rapport with, but look at it like you're building a long-term relationship with. Would you like to elaborate? Yeah, I think this is 
really the key of why you hire a personal stylist. It's about having someone who knows you, who gets to know you and understand you, who has the insight and the knowledge of your lifestyle, of your body, of your preferences, of your story and whatever level you want to share so that that can be part of sort of the, the, the information that allows the stylist to really support and serve that client best. And it, it's sort of cumulative. And that's how I look at it over time, much like your doctor has your medical records and can look back at your medical history and knows your family history and is able to build and inform your current state of health and wellness on all of these former factors and how you show up that day. It's the same kind of concept with the stylist. You've had this relationship where you've uncovered these aspects of yourself. They've gotten to know your clothing, your style, your interests, your preferences, and they can build on that relationship with you over time to enhance what they already know, the existing wardrobe, the way you live your life. So this long-term relationship to me is really everything. I And while I'm not suggesting a one-time connection or a one-time working relationship with a stylist wouldn't still be beneficial, I think from my perspective, it's those clients that I've had over time where I've been able to build on what we've done together previously that has deepened the relationship. It's made it more effective and their style continues to evolve and elevate as we're able to build on those previous sessions. So I don't know, I think I would just encourage you to think about it in that way that the long-term relationship is sort of the long game and the long goal from my perspective. I love the word evolving over time because polishing your persona is really about looking at these little facets you're much, and you being much like a diamond when you're shining each facet over time, you realize there are some more facets that need to be shined and evolving your style to go along with that can really help you stand out and feel confident as the transitions are happening in your life. So the importance of a personal stylist, I think, is right up there with so many other important roles of other service providers that you may look at in your life. Mm. And with that said, I think we've finished season two of, no, we have, we have finished season two. I'd like to say just a quick thank you, Maria. I greatly appreciate your wisdom, your knowledge, everything that you've shared over these past eight episodes. I've taken a lot away and I know that you, whoever you are listening, have has also been able to take everything and just internalized it and processed it in a way that makes sense to you. Maria, thank you. Uh, thank you, Jan. It's really been such an honor and a pleasure to be invited into your space and to, to have your audience learn a little bit more about style and wardrobe and sort of these deeper level messages that are so important to me in the work that I do. And I'm grateful for the opportunity to have another platform to share about that. So thank you for inviting me into the space and letting me talk about the thing I love the most.
you are welcome. <laughs> and in the show notes, uh, I'll put all of Maria's information where you can get in touch. I'll also have my own website. So if you have any questions about personal branding, uh, but modern business etiquette, I should getting tongue twisted there. Modern business etiquette and any reputation self-management uh, needs that you have, please get in touch with myself. Please get in touch with Maria. We'd be very happy to assist you in any way that we could be of service. Thank you. I want to thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and then share it with someone you know. With that said, go out there, hold your head high and define your presence for only you can. Stay tuned for the next episode of Polish Your Persona.